Mr. Titus and music to go to the dump boy fans. Here we are. Here we are, folks. Yes, here we are. Hey, can I chat a little bit before we play our first song? Yes, yes, that's well, allowed. I've, uh, I've, I've written a song, kind of, I'm working on it. Um, a while back I was talking about what I call the that steaming pile of a horse manure, better known as Vermont State Inspections. And <laughs> I've, I've, I've written this, this, this song, it's based on a dust on my saddle. It's uh, rust on my rotors, rust on my springs. State of Vermont don't want to inspect this friggin' thing. <laughs> Driving in the winter, salt brine eats my truck. I can't get a sticker. I guess I'm kind of yeah, out of luck. I, I, yeah, yeah, exactly. You got, be, be careful filling in the blank there. But no, yes. I, I I like that. Well, you just you need to get a musical arrangement. Yeah, there you have it. All right, uh, and we need to rent a studio. But yeah, I can see this. I I, I can see this taking off. And the best part is, is that your uh, state inspections are going to start uh, are going to cost more as of uh, as of July first. Well, yes. Yes, I yes. think I, I think all of the twenty percent more 20, on everything. Twenty percent more on everything. Lord so. knows we're not going to get twenty percent better service, but well, yeah, there's not always a direct correlation between yeah. those two items, so that's how it works out. Well, I spent an afternoon this week underneath a 1931 Ford Model A truck. Drop in the oil pan for Mr. George Woodard. You'll see that truck in that, his newest movie, The Farm Boy. Which I assume you, 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 have you seen it? Yes, I've seen it. Yeah, we went, uh, Laura and I went down to Randolph probably three weeks or so ago. Uh, the place, the place was packed. That's what George said. They yeah. sold out. Yeah. And, uh, the, um, I know the, I know the manager of the theater said that they hadn't seen a full house there forever. So, and they ended up putting on another show down at Randolph as yeah. well. Yeah. So he, he did say that. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking this truck is almost a hundred years old and it's still running and it just just amazes me. And and I'm thinking this is something you're never gonna hear a hundred years from now. Oh look, it's a Tesla. <laughs> I heard about them. And look, it's got a charge in the battery. No, no, no you, you that's you, not you, gonna happen. No, no, you may see a Tesla in a museum someplace, but no, you're not gonna be able to fire it up, that's for sure. No, there's nothing they're making today that's gonna be around a hundred years from now. But I will say this if there's still fossil fuel a hundred years from now, that Model A truck will run. <laughs> that Model A truck will be able to crank up. <laughs> so seeing how Mr. Ford pretty much started all this, and uh, my good friend George Woodard is, sings this song on the, on the Groundhog Opry. Let's dedicate this to the Fords and, and my best friend, George. Lord, Mr. Ford. One, two. Oh, yeah. Oh, no wonder. Lord, Mr. Ford. Right lucky. Well, now I ain't a man to point a judge, to bury a wheel, or to hold a grudge. But I think it's time I set me a few choice words. All about that demon automobile, the metal monster with the polyglass wheels. The end results are the dreams of Henry Ford. Now I got a car that's mine alone, me and a finance company own. It's a ready-made pile of manufactured grief. And if I ain't out of gas in the pouring rain, I'm fixing a flight in a hurricane. I want to spend three days lost on a clover leaf. Now it ain't just the smoke and the traffic jams that makes me the bitter fool I am. But this fool and buggy is dollaring me to death. For gas and oil and fluids and grief, wires and tires and antifreeze and them their accessories, honey, that's something else. You can get a stereo tape with a color TV, get a backseat bar with reclining seats, and just pay once a month like you do your rent. I figured it up, and over a period of time, this $14,000 car of mine costs $43,000.99. Oh, Lord, Mr. Ford, I just wish that you could see what your simple horseless carriage has become. 
I think your contribution to man, to say the least, get a little out of hand. Lord, Mr. Ford, what have you done? Average American mother and father own one whole car and a half another. I bet you that half a car is tricky to drive. But the thing that amazes me, I guess, is the way we measure a man's success by the kind of an automobile he can afford to buy. Now it's red light, green light, traffic cop, right turn, left turn, don't turn, stop. Dig in the cutting hard, honey, we don't run out of gas. If all the cars are placed end to end, they'd reach to the moon and back again. Probably somebody from New York could pull out the pass. Well, now, how long for the good old days without that carbon monoxide haze clinging over the roar of the interstate? If God who had made the moon and the stars had been for all us folks to have cars, he'd have seen that we'd been born for the parking space. Oh, Lord, Mr. Ford, I just wish that you could see what your simple horseless carriage has become. I think your contribution to man, to say the least, to get a little out of hand. Lord, Mr. Ford, what have you done? Come away with me, Lucille, in my smoking junkin' automobile. Mr. Woodard. Yes, indeed. Whoops. Why am I turning your mic down? Okay. I don't. Well, probably that should happen more often, <laughs> See, actually, Greg. I, the minute I said that, I knew I was leaving you an opening. All right. So um, that's George. Uh, before we go into the next bit, I, I just want to—I I just want to sort of, as, as a public service, just to warn people that uh, the squeamish may want to be ready for what you're. For, for, for what you're about to describe. Yes, I, I need to apologize for the... In advance. For the visual that I'm about to put into dumpsters' heads out there. Because I'm already reeling. But anyway, yeah. go ahead. Well, go ahead. Let's share this. This this next election we have coming up for the, for the presidency, I, I think we ought to have a little fun with it. I think it ought to be more like a beauty contest. So what I'm thinking is we're going to have Joe Biden and Donald Trump strutting around in their Speedos. Oh. And, uh... See... This is this is what I wanted to warn people about. So I think this next song would be appropriate for that vision. What do you uh, think, Greg? Uh, well, here here you go, folks. Listen to the song, and uh, uh, again, try to shake that mental image. Okay. I stepped out of the shower, got a good look at myself. Hot belly, ball head, man. I thought it was somebody else. I caught my reflection in the mirror on the back of my bathroom door, and I just don't look good naked anymore. So I'm going upstairs and turn the bedroom mirror to the wall. I hung it there when I was trim and tall. I'd stand there and smile and strut and flex until my arms got sore. But I just don't look good naked anymore. Well, I used to go out with the girls. I loved them, one and all. Now they don't get very close to me. They're afraid that I might fall. Well, I went to the doctor for my annual medical exam. Stood there in the buff. Suddenly he said, ma'am. I said, what is it, Doc? Some fatal disease? I just got to know the score. He said, no, you just don't look good naked anymore. Well, me and my wife had a dance routine. Everybody said it was unique. Now it's only when we're back to back that we're dancing cheek to cheek. Well, I went to a nude beach for a little seaside fun. Stretched out in my birthday suit, soaking up the sun. Somebody yelled, hey, there's an old white whale washed up on the shore. I just don't look good naked anymore. Yeah, my arches fell, my chest went to hell, and my butt's a-dragging the floor. And I just don't look good naked anymore. 
Who is that? I don't know. I don't, I, I, I'm, I'm going to have to look that up but because he, but apparently he just don't look good naked anymore. It's sort of so, so. One of the signs of aging, you, you can tell by the way people address you. So up to up to a certain age, like if uh, if uh, if a woman is nice to you in the back of your head, you're thinking, okay, you know, maybe there's some sort of attraction here. But then once you get past a certain age, it dawns on you that they're just being polite to their elders. That boy, isn't that true? <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> I, uh, I I had a bout of karma yesterday, I think. Um, I, I said something in regards to somebody from my past that I shouldn't have said, Greg. And, uh, of course, I'm trying to eat better now. And I stop. Every day I have a salad. And I stop down to the mobile station. And I got my... Uh, I got my chef salad, and I got home, and I went to get out of the truck, and it slipped out of my hand. And as soon as it hit the ground, it opened up, and chef salad everywhere, to which I said, son of a gun, or something similar to that. <laughs> something similar to that. And I went, you know what? The crows and the skunks can have it, but by grab, I ain't going to put any dressing on it. You're going to have to eat it the way it is. <laughs> exactly. So I go in the house, and I decide, okay, let's have a bowl of soup. So I, I put a half a can of loaded potato soup in there, and it's like four seconds from being done. You know how potatoes sometimes explode? Yes, in the they'll, they'll burst on you. Yeah, well, it did. Not only did it explode, but it tipped the bowl on its side. The stuff is, I open up the doors running out the front, to which I said, son of a gun, yeah. or something Some, similar Something to that. similar, yes, yes. And I'm thinking, I have just... I've got $11 tied up now, <laughs> either on the ground or, or – so I'm going, okay, I'm going to make a bologna and cheese sandwich, and I'm praying to God that I can get it from the kitchen to the dining room table without it sliding off the plate and landing. That's right, adding yeah. adding to the expense of your uneaten food. So I, I probably shouldn't have said what I said, and uh, I, I apologize. Karma. But I did. I did have my bologna and cheese sandwich. Now, this morning I went out, and the salad is still on the ground. That is to say, not all of it. They they ate the cheese, they ate the eggs, and uh, and all the meats that were in it. They weren't too crazy about the cherry tomatoes. Ooh, that's and, interesting. And the lettuce, they didn't they didn't touch at all. So, well, I, I, I don't know what that's about. But well, that's sort of like so, so, so my so my sister. When she eats salad, that, that that's it. All she wants, she wants lettuce and croutons, and that's it. So yeah, she's very much sort of a traditionalist when it comes when it comes to salad. There you have that. All right. All right. I digress, but that's what we do in the dump. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. So I I think the next song pretty much covers the two guys in the speedo. <laughs> Here we go. I want to grow up to be a politician and take over this beautiful land. I want to grow up to be a politician And be the old U.S. of A's number one man I'll always be tough, but I'll never be scary I want to shoot guns or butter my bread I work in the towns or conservate the prairies And you can believe the future's ahead I'll give the young the right to vote as soon as they mature But spare the right and spoil the child to have them feel secure And if I win election day, I might give you a child I'll sign a bill to help the poor to show I'm not a snob I'll open my door, I'm charging no admission And you can be sure, I'll give you my hand Yes, 
Yes, indeed. I want to grow up to be a politician. I don't not. think that's. I don't think that's. Yeah, I, was, I don't think that's accurate on your part, but that's okay. I've been doing it for twenty some odd years. I ain't got elected yet. Why start now? <laughs> exactly. All right, let's take a break, and then we shall return. That's a good thing. All right, music. We girl, have sponsors. We do. Music Girl the Dump by eighteen minutes past nine o'clock on this Saturday morning. Did you know that Radio Vermont Group Digital Services can create videos including drone footage? We've even won awards for our videos. If you'd like to learn more and see examples of our work, go to rvgdigital.com. Radio Vermont Group. We're more than just radio. And just a quick reminder, Red Sox baseball coming your way tonight here on WDEV. Game two of that three-game set against the Padres. 9-10 pregame, 10-10 for the first pitch. But you are listening to Musa to Grow the Dumb by with the charming vocal talents. And if you weren't here at the start, uh, a Farmer Dave is in the midst of uh, of composing a big hit single. So um, Yeah, there you have it. There, there you go. All right. I, I'll be your manager. We'll talk about my percentage after the show. Excellent. All right. Now, the other day I was down to the parts store, and, and I got – because this is the way my mind works. And I'm thinking, how come they didn't put a dispensary – in the building that is next to Napa and just before you get to Subway. Because, after all, it used to be a drugstore. Well, that's right. I thought that would have been ideal. Well. well that's when uh, Clem, Clem Despo was in there with me. And, and Clem said, well, geez, we got three of them in town already. To which my response was, yeah, but Clem, how many bars have we got in this town? we got to play catch-up. So I think this next song will help. The name of this song is The Wildwood Flower. Now, The Wildwood Flower is an old country classic. It's gained a whole new popularity. The song isn't any more popular, but the flower is doing real good. The Wildwood Flower grew wild on the farm, and we never knowed what it was called. Some said it's a flower, and some said it's a weed. I didn't give it much thought. One day I was out there talking to my brother And I reached down for a weed to chew on Things got fuzzy and things got blurry And then everything was gone Didn't know what happened But I knew it beat the hell out of sniffing burlap I come to and my brother was there And he said, what's wrong with your eyes? I said, I don't know I was chewing on the weed He said, let me give it a try Spent the rest of that day and most of that night trying to find my brother Bill. Caught up with him about six o'clock the next morning, naked, singing on the windmill. He said he flew up there. I had to fly out and get him down. He's about half crazy. The very next day, we picked a bunch of them weeds and we put them in the sun to dry. Then we mashed them up and we cleaned them off. Put them in the corn cob pipe. Smoking them wildwood flowers got to be a habit. We never seen no harm. Oh, we thought it was kind of handy. Take a trip and never leave the farm. Big old puff that wildwood weed. Next thing you know, you're just wandering around behind the little animals. All good things got to come to an end. It's the same with the wildwood weeds. This fella from Washington come by and spied him and turned white as a sheet. And he dug and he burned and he burned and he dug and he killed all our cute little weeds. And then he drove away. We just smiled and waved, sitting there on that sack of seeds. Y'all come back now, you hear? What I loved about Jim Stafford, or uh, what I love about Jim Stafford, is that there's always, there's always, there's always a punchline at the very end, regardless of what he did. So yeah. yeah, yeah, he was he was good. Yes. So, in the interest of equal time, for those out there who like to drink, <laughs> we got a song for you too. Solo cup is the best. 
best receptacle for barbecues, tailgates, fairs, and festivals, and you, sir, do not have a pair of testicles if you prefer drinking from glass. A Red Solo cup is cheap and disposable. In 14 years, they are decomposable, and unlike my home, they are not foreclosable. Freddie Mac kiss my ass. Woo! Red Solo cup. I fill you up. Let's have a party. Let's have a party. I love you, Red Solo Cup. I lift you up. Proceed to party. Proceed to party. Now, I really love you're easy to stack, but I really hate how you're easy to crack. Because when beer runs down in front of my back, well, that, my friends, is quite yucky. But I have to admit that the ladies get smitten, admiring how sharply my first name is written on you with a sharpie when I get to hit. I will have to get Charlotte on to them burn me a new to one help me get. All right, wait a minute here. Let me let me figure out what we're doing. All right, so we got that there. All right, yeah, that's a little that's a little skippy, I believe, is the technical phrase. Yeah, yeah, well, maybe too many red solo cups. <laughs> that's right. See, this is what happens, folks. If you have too many red solo cups, you but, get skippy. But as as always, Charlotte will be willing to help. So yes, yes, she's a she's a good helper down there in the front office for me. She certainly is. Keeps me out of trouble. All right. Well, let's 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 try this one. We'll, we'll go to the other end of the spectrum, so to speak. We praise the colorectal surgeon, misunderstood and much maligned, slaving away in the heart of darkness, working where the sun don't shine. <laughs> The colorectal surgeon, it's a calling few would crave. Lift up your hands and join us, let's all do the finger wave. (laughs) When it comes to spreading joy, there are many techniques. Some spread joy to the world and others just spread cheeks. Some may think the cardiologist is their best friend. But the colorectal surgeon knows he'll get you in the end. Why be a colorectal surgeon? It's one of those mysterious things. Is it because in that profession there are always openings? When I first met a colorectal surgeon, he did not quite understand. I said, hey, it's nice to meet you, but do you mind if we don't shake hands? (laughs) He sailed right through medical school because he was a whiz. Oh, but he never thought of psychology, though he read passages. A doctor he wanted to be for golf, he loved to play. This is not quite what he meant by 18 holes a day. (laughs) Praise the colorectal surgeon, misunderstood and much maligned, slaving away in the heart of darkness, working where the sun don't shine. (laughs) Ah. Boy, there was a lot going on in that song. I really like that. Long there, yes. That always reminds me. Um, so, and this was in a previous in a previous life when I worked for a company that published scientific, technical, and medical journals. So the very first the very first colonoscopy that uh, that was uh, uh, that was that was shown. So they had obviously the big the big breakthrough was is that you could take you could take the little camera and you could and you could see what was going on. So apparently they had the video. Of, uh, of their colonoscopy demonstration and they had Ride of the Valkyries by Wagner as the background. <laughs> so for those, for those of you who don't recognize Ride of the Valkyries, basically it's kill the wabbit, kill the wabbit from, from, from Bugs Bunny. Yeah. So yeah. So they had that stirring background music and again, uh, the colonoscopy has become a uh, painfully and regularly a part of many of our lives once we well, get past and you a know certain the thing age. of it is, you're talking about the little camera. There's folks out there that can actually use a wide lens. <laughs> Once you've got their head out of the way. 
it's, it's, I'm glad I, I'm glad I was able to set you up for that. Yeah, All right. Cool. Uh, we're coming up on 929. We're, we're going to play a couple of commercials. We're going to look at the weather. We're going to do, um, we're going to do the CBS news at the bottom of the hour. Then more on music to go to the dump by on your Saturday morning right here on WDEV. In decades past, you opened a business, hung out your shingle, and the customers came. Today, hanging out your shingle means creating an engaging website. The modern consumer is using the Internet to find businesses like yours. Are you positioned so you'll rise to the top of their search? Let the Radio Vermont Group Digital Services work with you to make sure you're visible online and to target your marketing to location, demographic, and interest. Learn more at rvgdigital.com. And we're back. Hey, you know, Greg, this, this debt ceiling thing, I don't get it. All the, first off, the, the news people are just as much to blame for what's wrong in this country as the politicians are. But why don't they just simply go out and get a visa platinum? You don't have to ask for them to up your debt limit. They'll do it automatically for you. I think the burning question becomes what bank would possibly issue the United States a platinum visa card? Can you imagine the size of that card? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, and can you can you imagine filling out the application there? That would certainly that would certainly be loads of fun. Yeah, yeah there you have it. All right. Well, dumpsters, it is time for a classic. And that's all we have to say. Yeah. Fat and docile, big and dumb They look so stupid, they aren't much fun Cows aren't fun They eat to grow, grow to die Die to be et at the hamburger fry Cows well done Nobody thunk it, nobody knew No one imagined the great cow guru Cows are one. He hid in the forest, read books with great zeal. He loved Che Guevara, a revolutionary veal. Cows a tongue. He spoke about justice, but nobody stirred. He felt like an outcast, alone in the herd. Cowed all drums. He moved, we must fight, escape or we'll die. Cows gathered around, cause the stakes were so high. Bad cow pun. But then he was captured, stuffed into a crate, loaded onto a truck where he rode to his fate. Cows are bummed. He was a scrawny calf who looked rather woozy. No one suspected he was packing an Uzi. Cows with guns They came with a needle To stick in his thigh He kicked for the groin He pissed in their eye Cow well hung Knocked over a tractor And ran for the door Six gallons of gas Flowed out on the floor Run cows run He picked up a bullhorn And jumped up on the hay We are free roving bovines we run free today. We will fight for bovine freedom and hold our large heads high. We will run free with the buffalo or die. Cows with guns. Crashed the gate in a great stampede Tipped over milk truck, torched all the feed Cows have fun Sixty police cars were piled in a heap Covered in cow pies, covered up deep Much cow dung Black smoke rising, darken in the day Twelve burning McDonald's, have it your way We will fight Bovine freedom and hold our large heads high. We will run free with the buffalo or die. 
cows with guns. The president said, enough is enough, these uppity cattle, it's time to get tough. Cow dung flung. The newspapers gloated, folks sighed with relief. Tomorrow at noon, they would all be ground beef. Cows on buns. The cows were surrounded, they waited and prayed. They mooed their last moos, they chewed their last hay. Cows outgunned. The order was given to turn cows to whoppers, enforced by the might of 10,000 coppers. But on the horizon, surrounding the shoppers, came the deafening roar of chickens in choppers. We will fight for bovine freedom and hold our large heads high. What I always love about that song was, so you, you hear it the first time, and you think, wow, that's really funny, but every time, every time you listen to it the next four or five times, you pick up on stuff that you missed the first couple times around. It's, I've been listening to that for 20 years. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it, it's loaded with funny stuff. Dana Lyons. Yep. Cows with guns. All right. Now, the next one I have, Greg, is... I don't really have any story about it. I just think it's a cute little story to listen to. All right, and that's all the reason we need here yeah. on Music to Go to the Dumbbell. Dear sir, I write this note to you to tell you of me plight. And at the time of writing, I am not a pretty sight. Me body is all black and blue, me face a deathly gray. And I write this note to say why Paddy's not at work today. While working on the 14th floor, some bricks I had to clear. Now to throw them down from such a height, it was not a good idea. The foreman wasn't very pleased, he being an awkward sod. He said I'd have to cart them down the ladders in me hod. Now, clearing all these bricks by hand, it was so very slow. So I hoisted up a barrel and secured the rope below. But in me haste to do the job... I was too blind to see that a barrel full of building bricks was heavier than me. So when I untied the rope, the barrel fell like lead. And clinging tightly to the rope, I started up instead. Well, I shot up like a rocket, till to my dismay I found that halfway up I met the bloody barrel coming down. Well, the barrel broke me shoulder as to the ground it sped. And when I reached the top, I banged the pulley with me head. While I clung on tight, though numb with shock from this almighty blow. And the barrel spilled out half the bricks, fourteen floors below. Now, when these bricks had fallen from the barrel to the floor, I then outweighed the barrel... And so started down once more Still clinging tightly to the rope I sped towards the ground And I landed on the broken bricks That were all scattered round Well, I lay there groaning on the ground I thought I'd passed the worst When the barrel hit the pulley wheel And then the bottom burst While a shower of bricks rained down on me I hadn't got a hope as I lay there moaning on the ground, I let go the bloody rope. The barrel then being heavier, it started down once more and landed right across me as I lay upon the floor. Well, it broke three ribs and my left arm, and I can only say that I hope you'll understand why Paddy's not at work today. 
I, I, I think the boss may have accepted that excuse. He might have. Yeah, he might. I guess it depends on the boss, doesn't it? I need to see the x-rays. <laughs> exactly. Can you bring a note signed by your doctor with those x-rays? There you go. Okay, so we've learned that Corm would not have accepted all the excuses provided in that last song. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. And, yeah. and well, now I'm about to suck up because I, I want to dedicate this next song to Corm. All right. Here we go. I think he likes this song. I think he does, too. Let me tell you now, folks, it's kind of exhausting when you're driving around in the city of Boston. Well, you heard the story that Charlie, they say, who got lost in the train and the MBTA. He's got nothing on me. I'm here to say I drive in this chaos every day. Get up in the morning about quarter to five, because that's the only time it's clear to drive. Put on three seat belts and hope I survive. Say four Hail Marys that I make it alive. Hit the corner duck of donuts at five o'clock for the line that stretches around the block. There's a dope in a pickup without a clue. Ordered 39 coffees for a construction crew. Turn the radio on for the traffic report, but they talk too fast and it's all distort. There's a seven car wreck on the lower deck. Now Route 93 is backed up to Quebec. What the heck? Route 128 is a parking lot in Storo Drive. That's always gridlock. Every road to work, it's more of the same. So pass them on the right in the breakdown lane. I look in the mirror and what does appear? A tailgate is there hanging on my rear. I don't flip in the bird or get into a fight. Just slam on the brakes. He lost his headlights. Then a sucker mom there in her SUV, yapping on a phone at a rotary. Then to my chagrin, what happened next? She bangs a Yui and starts to text. We got dopes and morons, idiots and clowns. It's amazing how they find their way around. Some stiff in an outback Subaru with his blinker still on. Hey, you, get a clue! Finally made it to work, and what do I know? The workday's over. It's time to go. Getting ready to leave. Afternoon commute. Back in the car. I think I'm going to puke. Now it's snowing, the roads are slicker. Stady pulls me over, I don't have a sticker. I should have hit a packy for a bottle of liquor. Screw it, next time I'll walk, it's quicker. Can't afford the gas, it's money down the hole. Paid $7.25 for a mass bike tow. Callahan Tunnel and Memorial Drive. It's all gridlock, how do we survive? I'm Boston Strong, I'm from this town. I keep an ice scraper in my car year-round. I'll never get home, tell my wife I miss her, but I love this town. It's still wicked pisser. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? I have a windshield scraper in my truck year round. Matter of fact, I got to use it the other morning. Yes, I know. I know. That was, a, we, we were, as a public service, we were warning people out there that if you don't know where your snow scraper is, you better dig it up because well, we had frost Wednesday or Thursday morning. Well, you so, know, I, I didn't think that the term windshield was a applicable in the month of may but by grab it was the other day oh yeah and, yeah and i see this stuff coming down and it's really fine and i'm going is this ash from that fire <laughs> that's right <laughs> and then i see it hit the deck of my my truck bed and it melted and i went you gotta be kidding me yeah yeah corm actually called me from downstairs and told me it was snowing outside and i said something rude in response which which i immediately regretted well but. i i can Say this, back in 1974, on the 4th of July, I had hay down in the field, and there was snow on it that morning. It was gone by noon. Well, at least it melted, right? Yes, it did. So, right. you know, I don't give up on snow till. well, I don't give up on <laughs> I, snow. I don't give up on snow either. So, we should have played this one before we played the last one. But, that, as you listen to this song, you realize why we played this one second, because, well, we couldn't find it first. <laughs> Modern day yuppie blues. Looking for my wallet and my car keys. Well, he can't have gone too far. And just as soon as I find my glasses, I'm sure I'll see just where they are. I'm supposed to meet someone for lunch today. But I can't remember where. Or who it is that I am meeting. It's in my organizer somewhere. I might have left it on the counter. 
Maybe outside in the car Last time I remember driving Was to that memory enhancement seminar What's that far off distant ringing? And that strangely familiar tone Must be the person I am meeting Calling me on my brand new cordless telephone I might have left it under the covers Maybe outside on the lawn And I've got just one more ring to go Before my answering machine kicks on Hi, this is Tom and your call means a lot to me So leave a message at the tone And I'll do my best to try to remember To call you back when I get home Tom, this is Gwendolyn And I'm trying not to cry But I've been waiting here for over an hour I thought you loved me This is goodbye. Well, the voice sounds familiar. And the name that rings a bell. Let's see now, where was I? The Lament of the Lost Parkies. There you have it. Something we've all suffered. Now, now, now let me see. i got to remember. What What did I bring in? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, this, this song is going out to Mr. Baker. Mr. Baker, you know who you are. I won't mention your first name, but this one's for you. song and then I get out of bed. I go out to the outhouse, comb the hairs on my head. Put on my overhauls and then go out to the shed. I fill a pail of oats so that the horse will get fed. Then we have some fun cause we go out to the coop. And gather up the eggs singing boo boo be doo The eggs are big or little, some are white, some are brown. Some are shaped like oval shot and some they are round. I lift up all the hens so that the eggs will be found. We load them in the truck and then we sell them in town. But before I finish let me tell you the part about the little shed where the sandy sword starts in the coop. We keep the chickens in the coop. Go like the chickens in the coop. It's finger licking. We gather up the eggs and then go back inside now in the coop. We keep the chickens in the coop. Go like the chickens in the coop. It's finger licking. We gather up the eggs and then go back inside now. I'm out of breath. Dance! 
if you know how. Remember, Milo's advice for chickens. Don't break a shell or you'll catch heck. Please watch your step. Don't be a schlep when you're in the cold. Ah, uh, Milo's silo. Uh, an homage to In the Mood. Uh, the Glenn Miller Orchestra. That yeah. was they had the original hit. I'm stunned you've never heard of this. And the next time you and I do the dump, um, I, I will be pulling up this song. The best cover of In the Mood ever done out there is uh, it was a Ray Stevens group, um, the Hen House Five Plus Two, and it features chickens clucking in the mood. And it's I it's have probably heard it. I'm sure I'm sure you, I, I can't believe you haven't. Yeah. But but we, we don't want it. We don't want to go too deep into In the Mood this morning. But I'll play it next time I'm here. All right, Greg. All right. I think it's time for a dog song. What do you think? Yes. Uh, Unleash the Hounds. I won't tell you about my Dixie dog. It's my personal favorite Dixie guy. Fine little curl. Kind of smiles as she shakes and twirls. She wiggles that thing so fine. I wanna make her mine. I wanna make her mine. It's place all again. She's the finest food I've ever met. With ringlets hanging down. The studs can't help. Her diamonds and pearls She sparkles a lot more than the other girls Sophisticated taste Dressed in black satin and lace She's my Dixie doll I love her so Golden brown from head to toe She takes three little steps as my tail spin round Miles of hound around What a dog No canine can resist Check the liner notes because I was 99% certain that was Dr. John on lead vocals. And indeed, it is. It? Indeed, it is. And, uh, man, no one does that, that, that Dixie New Orleans sound better than Dr. John. Whoops. No, 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 no. Go away. All right. We, we aren't ready for the next one. Wait a minute. I'm going to turn your mic up. All right. There we go. It's time to get to it because I want to make sure we get this in. All right. It is time for the hymn of the day. Hey, you want your sweet, innocent girls? 
to take the bulls so they can be enticed into honky-tonks by slick-haired vultures who prey on the flower of American womanhood. I say alcohol must go. Are you drinking with me, Jesus? I can see you very clear. Are you drinking with me, Jesus? Won't you buy a friend of beer? When I saw you sitting there, I was trying not to stare. I weren't sure if it were you. stations of WDV in memory of Buster and Marie.